This is Steve Goodrich, known on the trail as Bird Shooter, and this is N2 Backpacking, a podcast for both hikers and backpackers. Hikers, this is Bird Shooter. And tonight on the show, I speak with Amy Knight, a.k.a. Mrs. Weasel, in an interview recorded in Banner Elk, North Carolina. Amy recently completed work on both the Conorock and GATC trail crews, and she joins us tonight to speak briefly about the experience. Amy also ventured out on her first solo hiking trip this year, backpacking midweek on the Pine Mountain Trail, which is a 23-mile footpath in central Georgia. So Amy's going to talk briefly about the uh, midweek solitude, the wildlife she experienced, and uh, she's going to detail some plans that she's got this summer for a uh, continuation of her section hike on the AT with her husband, Ken. Here's the show. All right, this is Bird Shooter here. This is the Banner Elk interview. (laughs) We've had snow all day. Sweet. Makes me want to go hiking, Amy. There you go. So I've got Amy Knight with me here, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, her uh, first ventures into backpacking, but more importantly, her giving back to the trail, something that Bird Shooter's been very slack on. (laughs) I have not given back to the trail like I should, and I'm sure when um, these hardworking volunteers hear this podcast, I'm going to get a phone call, and I deserve that, but that's okay. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I feel very honored to be interviewed. I know... uh, I guess I'm best known as the weasel's wife. You are the weasel's wife. But more importantly, you're only the second female interview I've had. Wow. Who was the first? Um, The first just just female interview was Katie Brady, but I had um, Glenn and his wife, Susan. So you're technically the third interview. Okay. But the only the second solo interview. Well, sweet. I am very honored to be here today. And, you know, I do my best to to try to take the pulse of uh, all hikers. So this is not intentional. Yeah. It's just that the guys were easier to talk in interviews, basically. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But tonight you stepped up. Maybe yeah. it's because of what's in your glass. There you go. <laughs> a little whiskey and honey can um, c- help you convince me to do, well, just about anything. <laughs> that's a secret to a good interview there right there. There you go. That's right. So. so the first question I have for you, um, and I don't know if I even know the answer to this, is your first backpacking trip. Yeah, I got started very late, actually. And the first time I backpacked, I used my brother's equipment, his backpack and um, some other stuff. I actually went with three, and this was just a couple years ago. So if I'm 43 now, probably like... It's relevant to our listeners because some people get into the sport later in life. Yeah, totally. The kids were just a little bit older, I think maybe like four or five years ago at the... So... Um, went with a couple, three other ladies who were all older than me in their 50s, and um, the oldest was uh, in her 70s, and she blazed the trail. We did the um, Pine Mountain Trail. Okay, I've been in, to Pine uh, Mountain. Yeah. yeah, and it was fabulous. We had a great time. We did a three-day hike. We did... Uh, that was your first trip? Was it three-day? Uh Maybe it was two. It was two because we did the Wolf Den Loop. Oh, yeah. I know the loop. Uh, part of that. So that was really a lot of fun. Lots of water on that trail. A lot yeah. of fun. It kind of crisscrosses quite a bit. What time of year was this? It was October. 
Okay. And it was great. You know, the weather was nice, and uh, it was nice to go with these ladies. We had some rain. We looked like hobbits with our rain gear, uh, those ponchos kind of over the back of our packs, and it was real misty and kind of rainy one one day. But it was a really good time. Had a great time. I like the Pine Mountain Trail. I've done I've done almost the entire trail, but they, they, you know it's pretty well maintained. The yeah. campsites are nice. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's probably a great place actually if you're from Georgia to sort of totally get your feet wet and backpacking. I like it that it's that it's a it's a state park, and so it's it's well maintained. There's a road kind of nearby. That was the reason why I chose it for my solo hike. Okay. Um, so oh, that's right. I forgot you went solo, yeah. which was not long after that, right? Right. Was I, that a little? I mean, that's a different experience. It right? is a different experience. It was funny because uh, weasel. Took me to go find. A, he was like, <laughs> you know, encouraging me to take a, a gun. Handgun. Well, hello, not enough, you know, federal and uh, I think it's, it's a federal it's a state park, park or is there, it a state? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, but we did. Buy, I did get knives. I did get a, a knife just in case. How crazy is that? But yeah, so but I felt better. And, that, that, that's a hot topic <coughs> in back, backpacking circles. If yeah. you should take a weapon or not. Yeah, you know, a knife is okay because you're. I don't know. I mean. If some rabid animal got, that was the thing I was the most afraid of. After listening to stories of uh, oh, people geez. on uh, your AT experience with rabid animals, that was the thing that freaked me uh, out the that, most. Uh, that was actually I mean, a fox one time, but yeah, I, mean, yeah. I ran into a lot of wild dogs when I was hiking. Really? Yeah, which I never had any issues with. But you know, a dog comes cruising up to you with yeah. no collar well, in the middle of the woods. Yeah. You're, you know. I tell you what, on the first night, because I it was a that was a three day trip because I did the whole thing. It's twenty four miles, I guess, from end to end. And that I, was when you were solo. Was solo, and I that's parked, a statement, man. I know. Is that your second trip? Ah, uh, no, I think I did some other stuff before that. Okay, and and I had already done actually, I'd already done the Appalachian Trail um, crew work with Conorak Crew. Right, so you were kind of broken. So in. I, I was kind of broken in at that point, but. Um, yeah, but, you know, leaving the kids at home and, and, you know, Weasel was good to let me go and just do it. But I felt well, safer because... He, he loves it as well. Well, yeah, he doesn't mind. He would have probably gone with you if yeah. he could. So, but, you know, I felt as a woman by myself, I felt, you know, having the road kind of close no matter where I was, that kind of was a, a, a plus for me. Yeah, right. Um, but I parked at one end and had the guy who um, maintains the trail, gave me a ride to the beginning of the trail, and so um, I was able to just, you know, hike to the end, and, and it went really well. Saw a lot of wildlife on oh, my, yeah. being on my own, being quiet, yeah, you know, sure. sitting down and having a snack, turning around, and, you know, deer are right behind me eating, yeah, you yeah. know, like <laughs> a couple feet away. Saw a fox. Heard a lot. The very first night, heard a lot of... Um, critters. Critters. Uh, howling. Um, not not coyotes. What are we talking about? Um, Could be hoot owls. No, no, no. Dogs. Um, oh, yeah. What are they? Uh Wild dogs? We see them all the time. Maybe they are coyotes. Um, there's no bear on that trail. Hmm. Bear are only up farther north. So that was one thing I didn't have to worry about. But these guys, you could hear them barking and howling. I actually wrote a, a, a short article for the GATC newsletter about it. Oh, about your experience? And somebody, yeah, and somebody uh, called me on it because I think I called it a wolf and maybe it was a coyote. Maybe they were coyotes. I would have guessed a coyote, but I'm, I'm sure that's probably what it. Because I might have said wolf in my article and, and not uh, caught myself. Well, coyotes are everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. They're they're so adaptable. But I, you know, here, I, here's what I got to ask you because I remember the first night that I spent all by myself. Oh yeah. And I mean, until you do it, yeah, it's hard to explain. Yeah. 
Like, especially when you've been backpacking with other people. Yeah, it is so incredibly quiet. As a matter of fact, it is a funny story because I was laying inside my tent and I had the tent cover on, which I didn't do the next night because it was just so isolated. But I kept hearing this noise like a shh, shh. And and my heart started pounding and I was really very afraid and I felt for my knife and I kept hearing this noise and I realized it was my eyelashes Ugh, on my... That's crazy. <laughs> I can't my, believe you could actually hear that. Yeah, well, let me tell you, wow. it was, that's how quiet it was because it was wild. freaky. Yeah, but, I, you know... I mean, your, your senses are hyper alert. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, is that your experience when you were the first night by yourself? Yeah. The very first night in a tent all yeah. alone? Yeah, definitely. I, I remember, like, I was laying there for probably an hour, and yeah. I could hear everything. Yeah. Like, stuff that you normally would never hear. Yeah. And I put my Walkman on because I'm like, okay, God, I've got to get some sleep. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm paying way too much attention to stuff that doesn't matter. Exactly. But it's um, yeah. it's a very different experience when you're alone yeah. for the first night all by yourself. Yeah. And I and I hiked in the middle of the week. Again, it was in in October. It's just a nice time of year to hike. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the campsites were completely barren. I mean, I was walking around, I hate to say it, you know, in my underwear because it's like Nobody I, just, I hadn't seen anybody for hours and hours. I mean, you know. You, you pass one person, and you know, for the whole day. So, so this was probably during the week, right? Cause yeah. Because whenever, whenever I've been on the Pine Mountain Trail on a weekend, it's I'm it's, sure it's, it's pretty used. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's heavily used. Yeah, and they're um, good. You know, they make you choose your campsite ahead of time. So, you, you, and I did. I kept to my schedule of where I was staying. And right. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a very nice trail. I highly recommend. I mean, they they, they uh, do a fantastic job on trail yeah. maintenance, which gets me to another question. Yeah. Because most people that I've hiked with have not done trail maintenance like you. Oh, yeah. So I would love to, I mean, you've done work with the GATC, you've done work with the Conorock crew. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear about that because, again, I'm, I'm guilty of not giving yeah. back as much as I need to. So Trail yeah. work is so much fun. It really is. I mean, it's the most fun you can have with a pickaxe and a, you know, <laughs> and a... Um, different implements of destruction. I yeah, mean, right. it is really fun to finish and see a set of steps and say to yourself, I did that, you know? Yeah. And even if you can't find them again later because you don't know exactly where you were, um, it's still nice to know that you've actually participated in that and, uh, you know, done some water conservation stuff depending on how you do the water bars and, and different things like that. So it's that's, really that's, that's one thing people underestimate is how much water just ravages a trail, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I'm sure once you've done the work, you recognize immediately how important it is. Yeah. You know, when you're now mostly Georgia, you did the work. You did some in Virginia or um, actually North Carolina. North Carolina around Franklin. Um, <clears throat> it was funny because Tyler Bulb, like uh, Standing Indian. Well, you know, at the end of the week, we had um, that that group um, that's around Franklin, North Carolina. I think it's. Um, she could remember the name of their... Well, there's um, a Nanahala Club, and there's, yeah. there's also a Smokies Club No, it was the... Na- you're right. Okay. I think it was the Nanahala Club, and they actually sponsored us and, and did a really nice potluck dinner yeah, and had yeah. us awesome. come out there, and it was really, really nice. Um, but, you know, and, and it's funny. Like, we were out on, on the trail doing the trail work, and you can, you can sign up to do a week at a time right. through the um, ATC website. Right. And, um, and it's funny because they really do screen people. They want to make sure that you can work in groups and stuff. My sure. boss actually, you know, did a recommendation saying, yes, she can work in groups. Because, you know, you know, you don't really want to be stuck for a week with somebody who's going to be a little bit off. So, you know, so, how does that work if somebody didn't really meld know. with the group? Yeah. They, uh, but it was very You never cohesive. had that experience. Yeah, I, I know. I, I only did the one week with the Conrad crew, which, but, you know, it's pretty life-changing. I mean, it's really a lot of fun. They, they provide all the meals and... Uh, you know, you're hanging out in the evening and talking with people from different parts of the country. And, you know, there was a guy who just had knee replacement, and he's out there. 
and uh, and then you got young all the way from young kids you know teenagers and 20 year olds and that kind of thing so it was a really neat mix of people we had a really good time and um, I had my 40th birthday on the yeah on, that's on the pretty wild yeah. I hope they so, celebrated with they you they did it was funny there was a guy who that's came. a statement you went out there and did this on your 40th yeah. birthday that's pretty cool there was one guy who lived in North Carolina I think he was a, a doctor and brought um, brought a cooler with shrimp mm. and a bunch of other stuff and we had uh, so that shrimp great... was caught in the western North Carolina mountains I'm sure it probably was <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was good times. Good yeah, times. I mean, I, when I was through hiking, some of the through hikers helped around yeah. uh, Damascus on okay. the Conorak crew, actually. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, so it's divided into sections of of the trail. So you've got the lower sections, I think, is Conorak, and then you've got like the northeastern section, and they do a lot of rock work with you know in Pennsylvania and different places where right. it's super rocky. They've got to do a lot more stuff. So it's interesting to get out there. And I had so much fun with it on Conorock that when I came back, I really wanted to do more. So that's when I joined the Georgia ATC. Oh, I didn't realize you did Conorock first. Yeah. I thought you did the no, GATC first. No, I was first. like, this is so okay. much fun. I want to do it again. Okay. And I just had a great time being outside and contributing and um, so I joined the, the Georgia ATC, and the way you do that is you, you kind of just sign up to, you know, to go along with a group, and you're a visitor right. at first. And then after you've participated in at least two um, different uh, times where you're helping out, then um, you can join the club. You have to go through their orientation, and you have to do a couple other things to, you know, maintain your, your membership. But um, So you've got to earn your way in. you got to earn your way, but that's okay. Well, I mean, and, and I know up in Maine, when when you hike up there, they just don't have the people. Like, the great thing right, about Georgia, people, yeah, sure. there's so many people yeah. from Atlanta that can yeah. pitch in, and from a lot of the, you know, yeah. Atlanta. You know, Georgia's pretty populated relative to True. some of these other areas. Yeah. Um, did you run into any thru-hikers when you were working? I don't think that I ever did. I hate to say that, but I didn't. I mean, we saw groups, and it was really fun because, you know, when you're when you're working on the trail, there's, you know, people always, thank you. It's really kind of neat. You know, you get yeah, groups that come should. together, and it's fun to find out where they're from and that kind of stuff. I mean, there's like a group of young teen girls. It's nice to see young people getting out there and yeah, you know, right, really sure. enjoying it and stuff. But, you know, I mean, it's funny because you'll see people that are totally – Packed down to the max. You don't know how far they're actually going. But yeah, I think we've all been there yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think most people realize how much work goes into building a trail. Yeah, I mean, I mean you feel like uh, you can spend four days in the same spot doing one set of steps, you know, and it, and you got ten people working on it, and you're still not quite finished. But well, it's easy to just walk down the trail and kind of forget yeah. what it takes to keep it up. Yeah, because trees fall down. Exactly. You know, water like wipes yeah. out the trail. I mean, there's constantly yeah. things happening. Yeah, it was really funny because with the Georgia ATC, I ended up doing that a lot in the middle of the week, too. And, of course, it was a lot of retired guys. And, you know, there's nothing Were you more... the only woman? Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and there's nothing They must have fun. loved you. Yeah, it was really a lot of fun, actually. And there's, there's just nothing more fun than getting out there with, you know, like 15 guys in their 60s and a bunch of chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, wow. The I... testosterone was blazing. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're slightly past that, but they do love their chainsaws. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... But I'm a cardiac nurse, so I always had some nitroglycerin in my pocket. Oh, yeah, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Somebody took a bad swipe. Yeah. But it was really funny. There was this one guy one time, and they had started their chainsaws kind of up the trail, and I had brought a weed whacker with me that day, and we were kind of doing some low, have low maintenance. Whacker. I know. you got to have that. So I was working mm-hmm. that. There was a guy who was kind of slow behind us, and I guess the chainsaws had scared a bear, and the bear went charging down the trail at this last guy in the group. He's pretty and, well armed. 
armed with a chainsaw. Well, he didn't have one. He didn't have one. He was just kind of bringing up the rear, and he was going to be helping with some other stuff. But he came up to us so out of breath. He was so excited. I guess the bear saw him, and he saw the bear, and then the bear turned off the trail and went into the – but he was so excited he'd actually seen a bear. I I don't know if that was, like, more heart-stopping than, you know, than the actual hike, but – yeah, Georgia is plentiful with bears these days. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've yeah. had all these warm summers, and uh, they've reproduced like crazy. Yeah. But um, we were definitely warned. There was um, Ken and I took a quick hike on the first part of the trail, and uh, there was a, a busted-out back window. And, from a bear, uh, right? Well, yeah. I mean, stuff, it's hard to know, like, what happened first. Was the window broken out? or what? Because you could definitely see claw marks on the oh, yeah. seats and stuff. They left food in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got a friend of mine that went to um, oh god one of these biscuit places and got a sausage biscuit and ate half of it and left it in the car yeah and lost a uh, a windshield from that yikes man yeah so Georgia how much you've hiked a fair amount in Georgia right not as much as you would think I think I've done more trail work on some of the parts in Georgia than I have because I've done other stuff like the Benton Mackay Trail oh yeah I like Benton Mackay and uh, that was really a lot of fun and like I said Pine Mountain I've done you know parts of twice right now so that. You bring up a good point, though. The, the Georgia Appalachian Trail Conference, they do a lot of work on the Benton Mackay, right? They do, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's people that are in the, the hierarchy of the actual GATC, and some of those folks have sections of trail for both the ATC and the Benton Mackay. Right. Um, you know, the people who are involved are super involved. Yeah, and sure. They're all really good people, so. It's easy to get passionate about the trail, yeah. as you know. Yeah. You and I wouldn't be talking yeah. if it exactly. weren't that way. Exactly. Yeah, so... Um, I haven't hiked a ton of the Benton Mackay. Have you done any of the Benton Mackay at all? Oh, yeah. We did, uh, with those same ladies that I did my first hike with, we did uh, 16 miles. I think we did like eight seems to be our thing. We like to do eight a day. And then for us, you know, Mm -hmm. as much as we get out, that's perfect. It's hard to come off the couch and do much more than eight a day. I mean, you know, if you're out there for three days, your body will kick in. But when you come out there day one, to go out there and knock out 15, it's not easy. No. So, yeah, eight is good. I think we did 10... God, it seems like we do three-day trips, though, because I think we did eight and then ten and then, like, another six or something like that on our last day. But there were three of us that did a good part of the Benton Mackay, and there's, like, a a bridge over one part of it that was really, really interesting, and we hiked really, you know, we camped really close to the river or whatever that river is. So so I got to ask you, I love to ask this question, I ask everybody, but give me some high points and low points because, right, you know, I mean, that's one thing about being out there. When you're out there, you got the moments of just sheer joy and you got the moments of, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. You know? I mean, can you, can you enlighten me on those two topics? Yeah. You know, when you're out for a week with um, with people you don't know and you're, you each have your own tent, but you're all kind of lined up, um, you know, you don't smell good and you've been there for a week and whatever and it's the same people all the time. You spend a lot of time with the same folks 24-7 kind of. And so I really kind of wanted to have a little bit of alone time. And um, where we were working on the trail, this was with the Conorock crew, I think, you know, two two of the high points was, was on that trip. It was really cool. We went to an outcropping and there were two rattlesnakes. This right. is in Georgia? No, this was in North Carolina, oh, but North it was Carolina. right on the rocky outcropping of where we were. Do you remember where, like around the... I wish I Ben Mackay or AT? No, AT. AT. So this was AT work with Conor Rock. North Rocker. of Franklin? Yeah, it had to have been north. And Siler I'm sorry. Bald, uh... I wish I knew. I hate that. I can't remember. 
but um, yeah, so so two two rattlesnakes, and um, you know, I just had to see them again. So I I took off. I told everybody where I was going, that I was heading back there, and there had also been an airplane crash. Are you one of these people that sees a tornado and you don't run inside? You sit there and stare at it? Not usually, but the snakes were so intriguing because you could see them from another place. Like you didn't have to get right on top of them to yeah, see right. them. So that was sure. kind of cool. But um, yeah, so I you know that was kind of neat. I I took off and kind of traipsed through the woods, and there was all that beautiful ferny undergrowth and it was just really really calm and quiet and uh and I, I guess I spent longer than I should have and the guy with the knee replacements I don't know these old guys are just so sweet they look out for me he's calling me he's got images of somebody having like you know decapitated me and thrown my dead body over their shoulder and taken me somewhere so he's like looking for me in the woods and stuff oh, wow. but just just quiet moments out there, you know, just, just watching a bug crawl across the ground. Yeah, I mean, sometimes kind of, that kind peaceful. of stuff is just so awesome. It is kind so, of peaceful. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I hike, I like to hike alone. I mean, yeah, I like to mix it up, but it's nice yeah. to just be kind of there spacing out in your own thoughts and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ken and I, you know, I he doesn't know this, but we've started our AT you know, trek, long, long-term trek. Oh, okay. And, so um, how much, how many miles have you guys hiked? We, we went from... Uh, did we go to Neil's Gap? How far did we go? You started at Springer, right? We started at Springer. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Uh, again, it was a couple Neil's Gap's trip. pretty good way. I mean, that's good. Did we go that you know, far? Probably three, four-day hike. I mean, I it depends on how fast you yeah, hike. But yeah. I bet you're a good 30, 40 miles. So, but, you know, that's my first experience sleeping in shelters. Oh, yeah. That's and, an experience. Uh, huh? And it was. Yeah, you could definitely did hear small critters. Did you get the mice critters. attack? Yeah, you could definitely hear small critters. What did Kevin think about that? And um, he was not with us. This was a, this was just to me and For Kevin our listeners, thing. that's uh, Amy's son. Yeah, he's 14 now, and he does like to hike. And the kids will go with us, too. So we've got two girls as well, and they're 8 and 11, and we definitely make it a family affair. Yeah. So The shelter lifestyle, when you know you do it for the first time, it's definitely it's, it's a community event, yeah. especially if you get a lot of people. Yeah. But it's, you know, when you're not used to it, it's different. I, I enjoyed it. We, did, we ran into two teachers from uh, up north. I think they were from, like, New Jersey. And then we met this kid. We nicknamed him... Um, Shipwreck, <laughs> because he apparently spent, he was uh, kind of a mess. Huh? He was a mess. He had a he had a backpack that was rubbing holes in his back. We oh, we we fixed him the next day and put some tape on his bony little spine. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't stand to watch him. <laughs> Watch as a mother, walk. as a mother, it, it tortured you. Painting me, it was terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. But you know, the people you meet—that's half the fun. You know, it's like running yeah, into folks. Absolutely, I think that's the thing about the shelters. You know, I mean, that's where yeah. you meet people. That's where the whole yeah. social aspects yeah. go down. So it's a good mix. You know, you can definitely go solo, or you can definitely, you know, do the shelter thing and, and meet some folks. It's all good. And I understand why people do either, right? Like, I understand exactly. why people want their private time. Yeah. Do you? What's on your wish list? Like, uh, you know, I know you, you're pretty jacked up about the AT. I really if you do. had two weeks, where would you go? Oh God, um, or even a week. Yeah, you know, I really want. And again, Ken doesn't know this is the plan, but but we're gonna probably do the entire AT. It's just gonna be this <laughs> he just, section. He hike. just doesn't know he it just yet. Doesn't know it yet. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, we've started, and um, you know, we had such a good time that, and you know, we got so many stories out of it. It's uh, just yeah. it's so much it's, fun. It's ripe for uh, so, ripe for stories. You know, and, and we you know we we're starting small. Like I'd like to do the whole um, Georgia section of the right. AT. Yeah. You know, to start out with, and well, then you're halfway there. Go right? from there. It sounds you know? like it, aren't you? halfway so, there you got neil's gap i think so yeah you're probably about halfway there it's only so, 70 miles yeah i know yeah it's not that around much. there somewhere yeah. but um yeah you, you don't have visions of uh 
of the Rockies or uh, Sierras or uh... personally, I I don't. I, I think that's a whole nother bag of tricks that I you know I'm not there yet. I, I love the AT because I, I love the green. I mean, I'm just a. I'm Maybe a, it's because you've slaved on the trail so much. In, in Maybe the, uh, in, I don't know. I just like east. that green trail. I just I think it's cool. It is a tunnel for so, sure. Yeah, and it and it always it it doesn't bore me. You know, I I mean, I'm a I love the I love mushrooms. I love you know all the stuff you see. It it just it's always interesting. There's always uh, it something. It is interesting. Else. There is something. So. Well, thank you for uh, being part of the podcast today. Yay. Well, thanks for having me. This was fun. Absolutely. Now I've pretty much uh, run the circuit. I've got you and your husband, Ken, a.k.a. the Weasel, yeah. on podcast. Great. So now I'll just have to interview you as a couple sometime after you do one of your week or two week events. Yeah, we'll see how far he gets on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, uh, he's hung pretty well in my experiences with him, so... Yeah, he's done some crazy stuff with you, actually. No, not really. So, just, you know, yeah. just some small stuff. Well, th- thanks for being on the show. Today. Thanks for having me. See ya. Thanks, bye. <laughs>